Welcome to Raspberry Tea Pod Chat. I'm Claire. I'm Claire. And I'm Jo. <laughs> CCJ. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. It's the Raspberry Tea Ladies here. Before I get into today's subject, I would just like to tell you that our October competition is still running. Joe will give you full details at the end, um, but please join in and, and enter and, yes, possibly be one of us for a day. Um, <laughs> today's subject is about confidence because lots of people talk about confidence and feeling confident but do we ever actually feel confident or is confidence what somebody sees and we feel something different i will leave that there there it is mm. i think you've got to feel it to actually live it and do it i think it's when you don't feel it it's then a mask so i think both of those things are actually applicable because I'm, I'm quite a confident person, generally. 90% of my life, I am 100% confident of my ability, comfortable in it, stick me in the situation, not a problem. Relationships in the past have been where I wasn't confident. That's irrelevant now because I'm in a good one. But I think when you don't actually feel confident, now I haven't done this myself because I can't, if I'm not confident in a situation, I'm quiet and I stand back and I, I take myself away from the forefront. Whereas when I'm confident, I'll walk into a room and I'm right in the middle and X, Y, and Z. I, you can see it visibly different with me if you know me. So yeah, I think it's an interesting- um, But are you feeling confident or is it self-worth? Oh, Because confidence is something that somebody else sees in you right you can feel as nervous as hell as anxious as crazy you can feel like crap you can feel like you look awful you know you look tired your clothes don't feel right whatever it be and other people still see confidence that's why i think confidence is something that other people see and what we feel is self-value and self-worth I'll just leave that there with you. That's an interesting. Go on, Claire. You were going to carry on. No, then. I just say I, I, I think that's interesting. I think again, both apply. I think yes, it's to do with self worth for some things, but let's say it's a, a I don't know, riding a bike, a, a skill thing. You can be confident at something you are able to do, so that then doesn't come from somebody else. So I think both there's both arguments there. Go on, Joe. I'm interested to see what think we see what you think. No, I, I think, okay, so for years and years, I was in events and hospitality for Royal Bank of Scotland and Lombard. And it's interesting that you say confidence is a perception from other people because both myself and the lady that I used to work very closely with, Carol, used to dread being in situations where we had to speak to the guests at these corporate events because we had nothing in common with them. We could never strike up conversation, put me on a stage in front of people and I will present awards, I will sing, I will do anything on a stage, I will speak to 1500 people. 
put me in a room where I have to network and my confidence absolutely plummets. Now that's not because I don't value myself, but it is so far out of my comfort zone that- But people still see you as confident. It's, I mean, it's just so difficult to explain, isn't it? And in fact, I was on a call with somebody the other day and they said, but you're so confident when it comes to networking. You're so confident when it comes to talking to new people. You get in your Facebook group and you do lives and you do videos and you go onto Instagram and people that you don't even know and you're fine doing that. And I'm like, actually inside, no, I'm not. But that's it. I mean, even with the skill, Claire, you know, that's the self-assurance that you are capable of doing that skill. Confidence is a word that people have started to use in lots of different ways. Mm. And so it does mean different things. But actually, truly, confidence is something somebody else perceives in you. And it's, it's right because... All these things begin with self, don't they? Self-worth, self-confidence, self-purpose, self-belief. Self-assurance. It has to come from inside. So Claire, you're absolutely right. You have to feel confidence. You have to feel that about yourself. But the confidence is an outsider's view looking in. Okay. Do you know what? Even, Even with my life coaching, I have never considered it like that because no because we talk about self-worth purpose value belief assurance everything self-confidence we talk about but it's not yeah so what is confidence yeah what is confidence yeah I just find it fascinating and um I mentioned it to a couple of um one a videographer and one a photographer and um, they both went, oh, my God, that will change our clients' lives. Because if somebody is feeling nervous or insecure or like they don't look fantastic, mm-hmm. you can say to them, that doesn't matter. How you're feeling inside doesn't matter. Go out there, give it your all. People will see confidence yeah. no matter what you're feeling inside. It's yeah. like an actor or a pop star or whatever, isn't it? Pop star, yeah. how old am I? Um, <laughs> I'm sure they're not My space, as we were anymore. talking about last time. <laughs> yeah. You know, they get so nervous. I, I worked a number of years ago with a, a young actor. He was only in his early 20s. And he said he used to feel so nervous before going on stage. He honestly thought he would die on stage. Mm-hmm. Wow. He thought he was going to drop dead on stage. He was so, yeah, everybody's just so confident. Yeah. Everybody just saw this amazing young actor. But, uh, it, it fascinates me. And I, and I get what you're saying, Claire, about you're confident in your abilities. It is a word that can apply to that, but what that actually means is you know you can ride a bike. So I do think confidence then, confident and confidence is more of a, a result of yes. knowing you yeah. can do something yes. or being able to do something ever. Yeah. Right, okay. Because I don't think it matters whether you feel able to do it or not. It's what people see. You know, you, you could be riding a bike 
I feel like, oh, I'm so tired. I don't know if I can actually make this ride today. I feel so unconfident in your abilities that day. The people will see you as a competent and confident rider. Mm. So it's, it's one of those words that's adopted lots of different meanings and with different uses. Mm. But personally, I think it's an external thing looking at somebody. So I've just Googled it. Other search platforms are available. And confidence is the feeling or belief that one can have faith in or rely on someone or something. So, yeah, well, it's external then by definition. Yeah. Claire, I'd, do you know what? You've absolutely blown me with that. And welcome to a Raspberry Tea Pod Chat Epiphany episode. We've <laughs> <laughs> just had an aha moment. Like, it is. Yeah. Like I said, I'd not thought of it like that. Ah, that and yeah, it also says means feeling sure of yourself. And your abilities, yeah. not in an arrogant way, but in a realistic, secure way. Yeah. It's not about feeling superior. And actually, the whole thing about feeling superior and the view that people get of you is, is you're skating on thin ice sometimes, aren't you? Because some people can come across as way overly confident. There is somebody that I'm dealing with at the moment in a different country so it's nobody here of my close friends do not worry I would never talk about anybody like that um somebody I am having to deal with um not a client and they are way way over the top um arrogance wise confidence wise um so secure in their own purpose and their own being but are they well because I mean a friend of mine used to say to to be good at business to promote your business you have to be just self of arrogant so you don't get too arrogant but you've got to portray that mm-hmm. i'm absolutely 100 percent sure of myself yeah and i sort of get that i get yeah. that but don't you think people who tend to be overconfident and bullish with their confidence are masking something i'd agree with don't that. you think it's masking yeah. an insecurity it's like that sent that phrase isn't there thou protest too much yes yeah and i honestly i mean a, the level of their confidence is our perception mm-hmm. that's your perception of that person that they are overconfident it's yeah. not their yeah. perception necessarily of themselves correct yeah they may be pushing themselves forward in that way because they are incredibly insecure about something or unsure of something and that's the way they're masking it because they don't know how to project their real feelings or they don't think they should project their real feelings i would definitely say that about me certainly in the past um and we all know that's changed massively in the last couple of years. Um, Claire, you can probably even remember when I used to turn up to our network marketing trainings and I wouldn't say boo to a goose. You know, I was, abs- I was so, so quiet. Difficult to believe, but it's true. <laughs> There's no geese around, so I'm not going to try it. Um, but yeah, it, you know, but 
So actually, no. So that's wrong because at that point I wasn't even masking it, was I? No. I wasn't even in a point where I could mask it. But I think you get to a point. There were points you could see your personality. Yeah. If you were comfortable with the person you were with, yeah. your personality came out. Yeah. But only in tiny bits with that person. Yes. Yeah. That's probably the bit that most people would find difficult to believe. <laughs> but in tiny bits, my personality would come out. Really? Um, now, I mean, we're sitting here, the three of us, we've done this for however many episodes are we on now? A lot. An we're, awful lot. We're, we're rapidly approaching the hundreds. We are, aren't we? Oh, cracky, yeah. Um, and, you know, we, we are comfortable in each other's company. Now, we are all comfortable in our own company and in who we are as well. In fact, we're more than comfortable with who we are, aren't we? We are. I, th- I think. I think the three of us genuinely know ourselves. Yeah. And we all project that in a different way. You know, Claire on an episode recently said something about, "I know I've got a wicked sense of humour." <laughs> it's absolutely true. Yeah. I would never say that about myself because that sounds a bit overconfident for me. You know what I mean? That yeah. that would make me sound like feel like I was pushing myself forward. Yeah. But there's not absolutely nothing wrong with it. We're we're all we all have our own personalities. We're all comfortable with who we are, mm-hmm. and we all project that in different ways completely. I mean, we all do come across as confident yeah. from the outside, each one of us, don't we? Yeah. Um. I'm trying to think of other circumstances. So is there anywhere where you have, you know that you have deliberately masked a feeling that you are not where you should be kind of thing? You know, you get, you go to meetings sometimes, don't you? And you get that sense that it's surreal and it's like, I'm not really here. And and it's, I just, I don't know what I'm doing. Years ago, absolutely. I remember when I worked at the university, when I went to work for the admissions office, um the director of admissions went on maternity leave very shortly after I joined the office and left me in charge and all of a sudden I was given these little crib notes on those little card file sheets and I had to stand up on a stage in front of 1200 16 year olds and explain to them how to apply for university um and I to this day don't know what I said I (laughs) took A, I was trying to read off somebody else's notes, which is never a good idea, but I didn't yeah. know that then. Yeah. You know? Um, and, and I was, I literally felt like I was rocking. I was so nervous. I literally felt like it was a piece of jelly. Um, I honestly don't know what I said to this day. But the kids were smiling at me. And people said, oh, that was really good. So... You know, some people are kind, aren't they? Um, but yeah, <laughs> I think I think for me, I get nervous when I'm delivering somebody else's material. Right. So in the past, I've worked for training organisations where I've been delivering their courses, not courses I've put together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a while ago, about two years ago, I opened up a networking event with 100 people in the room um, wearing flamingo slippers 
there were parts of that opening up that I had to say certain things because it was yeah. scripted and whoever opened up one of those events started with the same thing put their own bit in the middle and then ended with the same thing and I was so nervous because I was worried about getting somebody else's words wrong yeah so for me it's it's really when I'm trying to represent somebody else and not be me I can't role play unless I can be me in that situation you could give me 10 million pounds this is the honest truth and put me on a stage and I could not act I could not pretend not to be me for a minute so the confidence bit comes from being the expert at what you do then and the knowledge I'm, of what you do. No, I think it's just, I am me. I find okay, it yeah. really difficult to represent anybody else or say something in a way that I wouldn't naturally say it or train, run a training course in a way that I wouldn't naturally train them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The, the present, presentation might be absolutely fine, but if you can't put your own spin on it, yeah, I can't do it. I find it really, really difficult. Yeah, I, I found that because I've opened that meeting as well and the scripted part and I got nervous. I don't mind standing on stage and speaking to people now, but I can remember the first time I did it was at Bramall Lane in front of 200 people and thank God there was a lectern there because I was a gibbering wreck. The content was delivered all right and the response was great. So I probably appeared confident to them, but my God was at no chance. I was not. And I think I got a bit nervous as well in opening that networking meeting like you did because you are more conscious about getting the scripted part wrong. You're like, that needs to be there because that's always there. And like, what if I what if I get it wrong? And, and you've got the doubt. I think going back to on networking, like Joe mentioned, I can remember way back at somewhere around 2003, the first time I ever went to any business networking event. And I stood behind the person that was a good four or five inches shorter than me against the wall and I hardly spoke a word to anybody which the, the two of you now have seen me in other networking events considerably a lot longer and further <laughs> down the line and, and and I bet you can't even imagine that being me because I'm a totally different person then it, I think experience and time and repetition can generate confidence in because then you've proven to yourself that you've done it or you can mm-hmm that doesn't change from a perceptive angle because you might do something for the first time and people think that you're an expert at it because that's what they see and what they think. Oh, it's just taken me back to doing the reading at my sister's wedding. And do you know what? If she'd asked me to sing, I would have got up there and I would have done it. Absolutely no sweat. Doing the reading, I think because she had chosen me to do the reading, and I was representing her. So it goes back to what you two have said about representing somebody else. And I didn't want to let her down. Yeah. I didn't sleep for weeks leading up to that. I had this reading pinned on absolutely everything. Can I remember what it was? No. And that's really, really bad because it's only a few years ago. Um, seven, seven years, eight years ago. But it meant so much to her to have me there doing it. And yet the feedback was absolutely brilliant, which yours always is, Claire, when you're doing presentations and, you know, when you're presenting training, Claire's is, you know, everything that you do, you come across uber confident. 
and yet inside we are like those swans aren't we it's the proverbial swan where you're paddling like heck underwater but gliding across the surface it is when you're trying to do something that's not authentically you yeah and you know that's the thing isn't it it's you've got to be authentic to who you are and what you're doing has to be congruent with your beliefs Mm -hmm. and if those two things can't happen then it's difficult and it's difficult for anybody and I think I think that's what happens with a lot of people in jobs Mm. yeah don't actually believe in the job they're doing or the company they're working for they don't actually feel that they're doing what they should be doing they may never have considered it in those terms Mm. but it's why a lot of people are unhappy and have got stress because they're doing tasks or you know presenting or going out and talking to customers or whatever it might be and and it's not something they want to be doing and and I've I've got a lot of people coming to me at the moment because they've fallen out of love with their job because of that reason because actually particularly over lockdown they've had time to reassess things and actually it's not what they want to be doing it's not their authentic self yeah. So that's why it's highlighted it to them. And yeah. actually, they don't want to go back to doing what they're doing. And, and I, I mean, we always knew that COVID and lockdown was going to cause a huge shift in employment patterns mm. and, and people's working circumstances because you can't, you can't have periods of reflection and go back to who you were and what you were doing. No. If you've found something better or you know that there's something better. You know, and, and it's why people become self-employed, isn't it? Because yeah. they get so disillusioned with being employed and working for other people. And, you know, for me, it was the politics. It wasn't, you know, I was very proud to represent the university I represented. Mm. It was the politics of how that university was run that didn't sit comfortably with me. Mm. Um, not, not how the, I guess it was the people that were running it as opposed to the actual politics of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and 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 you just you can fall out of love with something so easily because it's not right for you, and you suddenly realise that it's no longer right for you. And I think your job's perfect, Joe, with midlife. Yeah, because you know midlife clarity. I think that's what it is. I think you hit forty. Certainly for me, I hit forty, and I started questioning things yeah. about my life that I'd never questioned before. Yeah. Because you just sort of get sucked into life and move on. I think I do think teens of today know so much more and have got so much better grasp on life and emotions and, and mental health and intelligence, emotional intelligence and things like that than we did. Because it was never talked about, was it, when we no. were kids? No. You know, but yeah, I think I think confidence is, you know, you can feel terrible in yourself and people will still see you as confident as long as you put yourself out there and at the end of the day as we say to be the expert in the room you've only got to be one step further ahead than everybody else and actually you can come across as that confident person knowing that fact yeah yeah i also i also think that it's you know, it's why people will avoid you because they see you as confident and yeah. they feel in, unconfident, insecure, whatever you want to term it as. 
they've got issues with themselves. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I remember being at network, a networking meeting and being introduced to somebody and she sort of looked at me, said hello, and carried on talking to who she was talking to. And I thought that was really rude. Mm-hmm. And then we were sat behind her in the audience and um, the person I was with, she knew really well. And she turned around and, and talked to the person I was with and completely blanked me. It was about two years later as she walked into my office. And while she looked like the most confident person on earth, you know, the, the beautiful figure with the little short dress, business dress on and yeah. the heels and the bright red lipstick, actually she didn't talk to me because she felt insecure. She felt mm-hmm. I was confident. So I think, you know, when people aren't as friendly with you as you might expect them to be, sometimes that says a lot about them rather than you. You, yeah. Because if you're projecting confidence and somebody's not feeling it in themselves. Too much. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Claire Froggett, you've got a job on wrapping this one up, my darling. Interesting. So confidence. Is it something you feel? Is it something some some people perceive? But it all starts with self. It's got to come from within so that you are aware you're capable of doing something. You know you can do something. It can come with time. It can come with experience. The more you do something, the better at it you generally get. You get confidence. You build confidence. You create confidence. But you might be a gibbering wreck inside and you might do something for the first time but other people perceive that as you already being confident. So we talked about perceptions in a different episode. You can't control what other people think, but other people will have an opinion of you and a judgment of you anyway, because as human beings, that's what we do. But to get confident, you've basically got to get out there and put yourself out there, get out of your comfort zone, do something for the first time, do it for the umpteenth time. But the more times you do it, the more confident you'll get. And who fancies putting all of their nerves and their gibbering wreckishly behaviour behind them and doing something maybe for the first time with us? Because we are inviting three lucky panellists to join us on three sessions in, I can't remember when it is. (laughs) Competition's running throughout October. (laughs) October. Do you know what? I say I write it down and I still don't take notice of what I say. So the competition is running during October. What we really want you to do is comment on our Raspberry Tea pod chat Facebook page. I knew that was coming. That's why I held back. How stupid of me. Raspberry Tea podcast pod chat Facebook page. <laughs> If you would like to join us as a panellist, please tell us a topic that you would like us to cover. You will be kicking one of us off to join the panel. And like I say, there'll be three of you lucky winners. All the way through October, this is running. So please, please get in touch with us. It'd be absolutely wonderful to hear what topics you would like us to talk about. And to, and to switch it up and have new people on. How oh, yes, yes, that? yes, yes, yes. So if you fancy opening the pod chat or you fancy wrapping it up like me, or if you fancy joining us for a brew, please on enter. That note, yes, absolutely. And you can say, on that note, it's time for a brew. And we're yes. off in the meantime. Cheers. Bye. Bye.